All right, welcome back to another week of the Rev MD podcast. I want to talk this week about, you know, it's the end of the year. We're trying to figure out, you know, what's January going to look like for our businesses, for our practices. And so I wanted to give some top mistakes that we've seen this year so that instead of waiting for January to fix these and go after these, you can think of December as your start month. You know, I have uh, a great mentor, uh, Dr. Una, part of the Entree MD podcast. If you haven't listened to her, head over there. She's amazing. But she's really taught us to think about the end of the year as not the really the end of the year, but actually the beginning. So instead of thinking of December as your wind down month, and then January as your pickup month, think of uh, October as your you know beginning of the year so that January, it, you are raring to go. Your business is flourishing. Your metrics are looking good. And so just, you know, listening to her this week and understanding kind of how she's had us focus, I wanted to talk this week about the top mistakes we're seeing in practices across both our own business line as well as others that we've, you know, met with and talked with. And so I'm going to give you guys the top five mistakes that we've seen and ways to combat those and go after those. So number one not following the metrics. I know that I have talked about metrics. We have a metric course really talking about billing metrics. The number one mistake that we see from practices is not following those. You may be receiving reports from your current billers. You may go, okay, I kind of think I know what this means. I think these look okay. I'm getting money in my checking account. And so you think, okay, no big deal. I think things are going well. If you don't truly have an understanding of what your metrics are, what your benchmarks are, what your KPIs are going to be if those metrics aren't looking good, then five, six months later, when revenue starts to decrease, you're looking at yourself going, well, I think I thought things were going well. And so again, number one thing is to have defined metrics, have an easy to read and understand metric report, have benchmarks that you're going after, and then you need to be working with your billers to set up KPIs if those aren't meeting the mark. And a lot of this, you know, is, um, you know, working with your billers, having that communication, understanding is your front office process going well, are prior auths going well? you know, are your eligibilities going well? What are your denials look like, which we'll talk about as um, one of the tips today. And so again, you have to have billing metrics, you have to have a dashboard or reports that you understand. If you don't, you need to be meeting with your biller monthly and understanding what those are. For our own clients, we do create a data dashboard. We actually um, just hired a data team that's helping automate that, make it look um, more polished. And so we're really excited about that. It's a piece of our business that allows our clients to understand what are the benchmarks, how am I doing, and then are there things we can do to improve on that? You know, it's a work in progress. Um, Again, your billers are one piece of that. Your front office is one piece of that. Your docs are going to be one piece of that. And so it all works together. Number two, not doing a calendar reconciliation is a top mistake that we see. What do I mean by this? So in a perfect world, your EMR and your practice management software are connected. They are one and the same. And your patients are seen in your EMR and the claims are dropped and it's all connected. We have many clients where that's not the case, right? You're working out of one EMR, your PM software is different. Now I will say that is not our favorite. 
And there are, you know, issues and mistakes that come because of that, that take a really top-notch billing company to make sure that those uh, connections are happening. Now, if you do have a separate EMR and PM software, and even if you don't, you want to make sure that every patient that you see has a claim that's being dropped. And if there isn't a claim that's being dropped, how do you, how is that flagged in your system so that you can do a calendar reconciliation so that every single patient that you see has a bill and a claim that is dropped. So a calendar reconciliation process is extremely important, even more important if you aren't using the EMR and PM software that's connected to one another. Number three, top mistake that we see is not tracking denials and getting feedback on what those denial issues are. So you can be watching your denials and going, okay, yeah, it's 5%, 6%, okay, fine. Maybe it's 10, 15%, which if it is, then there's even more reason to kind of anal- uh, analyze those. But if you're not tracking the reasons why you're getting denials, how can you ever improve on those? So if your denials are because of authorizations, then we need a process to get those authorizations up front. Now, if the process is not tracking denials and you know, you're missing the fact that there's a coding issue, there's modifier issues, things like that, then you're going to end up in a situation where you're not improving and if the denials start stacking up, it's going to get harder and harder for your billers to manage those denials. So tracking denials, understanding what the reasons are, if there's medical records that need to get submitted, you know, those things happen, denials happen, but it's a matter of how do you get that feedback back to your providers? You know, we have one of our billers who recognized something and got feedback back to the ordering physicians that, hey, we've got to, you know, address these ICD-10 codes, the these are going to cause denials. You know, is this the correct ICD-10 for that for that patient? Or are there ones that weren't documented or that weren't submitted that we need to make sure that, you know, we're documenting fully and we're dropping the right codes? So coding issues can be something that if you see that in your denials, you need to fix it, educate the physicians so that you can kind of carry on. Number four, top mistakes we're seeing manual process for registering patients. And so, you know, again, in an ideal world, your patients are coming straight from your EMR, they're going into your PM software, it's connected, there's no manual piece for your billers. Now, if that's not the case, and there's a manual process for registering patients, you you have to really make sure that all the information is getting carried over appropriately. Your primary, your secondary insurance, your group numbers, your subscriber IDs, your birth dates, your patient spelling name, because all of those can result in rejections. And so where we, where possible, if we have practices that aren't connected, we do try and create as much of an automated process. We have developers that work um, to register those patients automatically. And so um, those are just tips that if you have a manual process for that, how are you auditing that? How are you managing rejections? Do you see a lot of rejections? Again, these are just things to sit down with your biller and ask these questions if that is a manual process. Again, you guys have heard me say, I hate manual processes. I think they're fraught for error, whether that's in the laboratory space you know, you know, which is my day world, or it's part of your billing process, just really trying to decrease manual processes for your patients. Number five, not having your payer contracts organized and not having an understanding of when you need to be recredentialed, 
when you can renegotiate your fees, what your fee schedules are. And also one of the things we're seeing is if your fee schedule isn't high enough, then you may be in a situation where you're getting paid just the amount of your charge amount. So if you see that you charge $100 and you get paid $100, so there's no contractual adjustment, that may mean that you're leaving money on the table and you're not setting your fee schedule high enough. And so another thing to look out for is making sure that you know, you're know you setting your fee schedule above Medicare. Hopefully your private payer fee schedules are above Medicare. That's an ideal setting. If it's not, taking a look at those fee schedules um, to understand, okay, what payers do we need to renegotiate with? What payers do we need to consider dropping? And all of that analysis really needs to be done. It's just important to have your payer contracts, your process really buttoned up so that you know, you're know you not having those mistakes impact your revenue. So these are the top five things that we've seen. So I'll go over them again. Number one, metrics. Guys, you guys have heard me say this before. Please, please, if you aren't sure what your metrics are, you don't know what they should be, shoot your biller an email. If they can't get you the metrics that you need, um, we certainly need to reach out and you know join our metric course. We're happy to do that. We're going to do that um, towards the end of the year for one more time this quarter. And um, you got to learn what those are. It, high level, it's just an important part of the business. And I know not all of us love spreadsheets. I'm a big spreadsheet fan. You guys know this about me. But I do think that understanding the basics around, you know, um, what is AR? What is AR over 90 days? What does clean claim rate mean? What does denial rate mean? You know, what are your charges and receipts every month? How does that, you know, compare to your expenses? What are your salary wages and benefits? Um, what are your supply expenses? How do those track and trend every month? Do you see seasonality? And all of this stuff is really important for you and your team to go over. Um, you know, if you're not a spreadsheet person, you need to have people on your team who are spreadsheet people. It's just not possible to run a business without having this information um, down and and you know out for you to review every month. You know, I'm big fan of perf- proformas, right? So any business decision you make you know, what's the pro forma to making that decision, right? What, what, what makes sense when it comes to, um, uh, you know, hiring a new person or, you know, hiring a new provider, you know, how do the numbers make sense in order for you to do that? And in order for you to make those decisions, you need to know what your billing metrics are, right? Cause that all comes into play, right? What's your, you know, uh, charge per receipt, I mean, excuse me, charge per, per day, charge per claim, what's your receipt claim. So all of those things are really important. Again, number two, making sure that you're doing that calendar reconciliation so that every patient that you see has a claim that's dropped and that you can track and trend that, especially if your EMR is not connected to your PM software. And I will say, you know, that's for, for small practices out there, you know, single doc practices, you're going to have to make sure that you have an automated process around that um, because it's just critical the smaller you are that the you know the more you have automated to make it easier for your billing team now not tracking denials and getting feedback that's number 3 ask your billers what's going on with my denials making sure that they're taking a look at that and then alerting you if there's any coding issues number 4 was manual processes for registering patients what's your 
of rejection rate because of that? How are you auditing that process? And really auditing any manual process is key. We do that in our own company with our practices that have any manual processes. We're making sure that those are audited and frequently checked up on so that if there are mistakes, which they're going to be, that's just the, the reason why I am really adamant that we got to get away from manual processes. But if we have them, if we have to have them because of the structure of the EM and the uh, EMR and the PM software, then how do we audit that and making sure that errors are caught, they're addressed and processes are put in place to fix those moving forward. And then of course, last is man is not keeping on top top of your credentialing issues or your credentialing process, right? So if you have payer contracts that need to get renegotiated, that's an issue. You you've got to stay on top of those. We you know, they're not going to renegotiate them for you. So if you're looking at your payer contracts and they'll, hey, I haven't touched them in 10 years, time to get on that. We have um a, a, one of our practices who is just in blowing my mind with all of the things that they're doing and all the improvements they're making. And it's just great to see because that's what's going to make their practice stronger and make their practice grow. So again, if you're looking for partners with credentialing, um, we're happy to connect you. We have some great partners with credentialing that will do that for you. Um, They are not cheap, but I think they're worth every single penny. Um, We also are happy to sit down with you, review your current metrics. Um, Again, we really suggest EMRs, PM softwares that are 100% connected. If they're not, automate as much as you can. Um, Work with a credit card processor that can help automate as much on the patient payment side. Again, all of these things are really critical. So if you're thinking, gosh, my practice isn't doing the way I you know, want it to go. My revenue is not going the way I want it to go. I have no idea what my billing looks like. I don't know what my denials are looking like. Please sit down with your billers. If you are not getting the service that you need, reach out. We're happy to help um, and happy to connect you with the credentialing folks and happy to sit down with you and make sure that your AR is moving in the right direction. And if it's not, we've got to get a plan around getting those claims addressed. So Hope you guys have a great weekend and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Mm